Hey there, it's Dallas Travers. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. You know, I created this show to help you, a values-driven coach, build a business that makes a difference. A difference for your clients, for you, and for the people in your life that you love and care about. So one thing that I say often is that you cannot build a business with free stuff you find on the internet. That includes this podcast. So even though every episode is rich with insight and tangible actions, it's just not the same as following a structured, proven, values-aligned path that leaves out all of the guesswork. It's also not the same as being coached by an expert that you trust and who understands your business. So this is why I really want to invite you to apply to join me inside The Hive The Hive is a year-long mentorship program designed to give you the step-by-step tools and actions you need to really do this coaching thing. So if that sounds dreamy, I cannot wait to talk with you. You can apply to join The Hive and book a one-on-one call with me directly at dallastravers.com slash apply. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Her name is Trudy Reamer, and the work she is up to is really important. Trudy helps folks feel their big feelings so that they can finally answer the question, what's next for me? Now, she is very skilled at holding space for people in grief. It's remarkable. Yet, Trudy's also seen that most people, they don't want to talk about grief, Grief is taboo in American culture, at least. So Trudy has struggled to find the right marketing message to draw people in. Yet Trudy knows that a huge part of her mission is to actually normalize grief, to bring it into the light, so to speak. And I think Trudy gave herself permission to do just that by the end of our conversation today. Now, Put your coaching ears on as you listen because you're going to notice how resistance came up for Trudy and worked to distract both of us from her mission and from her intention, the things she wanted to get out of our coaching conversation. We had a real breakthrough moment during this recording, and I hope it inspires you to be a little more brave about your niche and how you share your own mission. So with that, here's Trudy Reamer. Hey, Trudy, welcome to Coaches on a Mission. Yay, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited (laughs) to be here. Me too, me too. So before we dive in, I'd love to just check in with you and find out how things are going. So today, as we're recording, it's January 14th. We've moved into a new year. You've been in the hive now for nine-ish months. Is that about right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. So how's it been going for you? Uh, it's such a great community to be a part of between like the support that you give through all of the different trainings, along with the community of everybody that's in there. It's just the perfect support that I was always looking for. So couldn't be happier. I'm so glad to hear that. I think you have won the award for most co-working sessions attended. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That, yeah, that format, you really, you really love that. So thank you I for it. Like, and I just want to thank you for what you bring to those sessions because my vision of the co-working sessions was for people to kind of relate to it like someone might relate to church. Right. Like I never, I, my mom would never dream of missing church. Right. And I wanted the co working sessions to create that same kind of togetherness for folks. And you are one of the pillars of that co working community. So thank you for 
showing up in that way. Yes, I I love it. And they just figured out that I'm always there. So (laughs) it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what would you like to get out of our time together today? I would really like to get clear as to I'm in the process of going through client surge and I really want to have a very successful experience this time. Last time I had some not hiccups, but just really trying to work that how to utilize and like put everything out there. And I didn't get a lot of response. So this time I want to, when that occurs to push through rather than get stopped and then like have a pity party for myself. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Yeah. So here's what I recall from your last surge. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this will be really helpful for our listeners. Also listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, client surge is this like word of mouth marketing funnel that we use inside of the hive. Um, And you don't have to know all of the details of client surge in order to get a ton of benefit from this conversation today. So Trudy, what I remember is the place where things got muddy was when you reached out for ambassador referrals, it was crickets on the other end. People either didn't respond or responded saying, like, I don't know anyone. Sorry. Is that, am I recalling that accurately? That's very accurate. Okay. It was okay, great. much crickets. Yeah. And so we spent some time, this is one of the benefits. It's a painful benefit, but it is like a when you're on the other side of it, it's such a benefit of the client search process because it illuminates where we might not have the tightest message, right? Or where our own fears or limitations around really following through and pushing through what can feel like rejection, like where we're, we're stopping the process for ourselves. So if you are going to have a successful surge this time around, what do you feel are the one to three key pieces that need to be in place in order to set you up for success? I mean, honestly, as I was going through everything, the first thing I realized was like actually writing the letters and so forth. Um, (laughs) um, And so like the messaging I think has gotten a little clear, but that would be definitely the first is the messaging so people can understand me. And then Second would be like actually following through with letters so that when I don't hear from them, Mm -hmm. that I still reach out to them a second and a third time. And actually, just even as I'm saying this, I'm almost laughing because I can see that this is where my issue was. Like I got really like rejection in that first part and didn't push through that. So that would be number two is to push through the rejection piece. Yeah. And rejection, isn't it interesting? Because if you ask me if I know of a good Thai restaurant and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't think of one. It doesn't, that's just an answer to a question. Yet when it's this work that matters so much to us and our livelihood is connected to it, all of those pieces, suddenly a no can feel like a rejection and then take us totally off track. Okay. Is there a, so the message fortifying you enough to really run through the tape when it comes to following through? Is there a third thing that needs to be in place in order for you to be successful? I f- Personally, I feel like I've worked through that the last year, which is mm-hmm. like just getting myself to a space of 
like really getting centered again and then doing that. So that's really kind of where I'm going to. So I'm sure there's a third one, but I'm not seeing it currently. Okay. <laughs> great. That's that's great. Yeah. Well, I will say just watching you over the last six months, I have seen how much you are taking care of yourself as you build your business. And I think a lot of us try to skip that step. And I've seen how much you're leaning into a stronger stance with your messaging. So even if we didn't change, even if we didn't touch your message, and I'd like to today, I think that you've laid a totally different foundation because you've been consistently putting out videos that have this stronger stance. So why don't we dive in? Where would you like to begin? Do you want to look at the message or what we need to put in place to help you follow through? Part of me thinks the message actually needs to be looked at first, and it might not even truthfully be about my message outward to people, but like, I guess the message to myself, because just one of the things I feel like I come across constantly that I'm honestly pushed up against is I talk a lot about grief. And so grief can come in very different ways, such as job loss, relationship loss, or a person loss. So those are really the ways that typically show up. But our culture really has set up this weird thing that no one likes to talk about grief. Right. And it's almost like, no, just be positive. Like, your negative feelings, like just ignore them. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's just yeah. the perception that I get. Yes. Yeah, I hear you. So for our listeners, the client search process follows three tracks. One of them is a social media marketing plan. The second is direct personal invites to potential clients. And the third, this is the one that just it opens the door for the most growth. <laughs> I'm being kind by saying it that way, Trudy. <laughs> the third is this referral ambassador funnel. So identifying people and requesting referrals. So I hear you. And what came up for me in listening was, if you're asking me to refer a potential client, you're also asking me to have what many might consider to be a taboo conversation. Yes. <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the time. All the time. So what is the message to yourself that you might embrace or try on that might help you then like have enough bravery to put the message out that's actually going to bring in the right clients? Well, that's where I'm kind of shifting and that's mm-hmm. where my focus has like slightly shifted. So for me, one of the things that happened was a former client of mine reached out and she was able to keep her job, but all of the people around her were let go. And I was able Mm -hmm. to show her that was grief. And when I could say that word to her, like you're going through a loss, she was able to see it. And so Part of me has wanted to kind of shift away from the individual person, even though that's my sweet spot, 
but focus more on things such as like team dynamics and supporting that because when someone's going through that, when it comes to like their coworkers and so forth, they are impacted with that different energy that are going on. So I don't know if that answers it, but I've kind of been shifting to want to do like more of sports teams and of like work teams because Mm -hmm. in there, they still have a life outside of like what their focus is, but they're more apt to being able to talk about those things when it's not the full focus to go with grief. Got it. So are you saying that your dream client now is teams in transition? Yeah. Okay. So is a new dream client power statement for you here then, I help teams in transition answer the question, what do we do now? Yes, but I feel like it could be tweaked a little bit. But yes, I mean, it is, I guess my focus has been using energy to really unearth how their impact has been. So mine is more like my overall theme is energy. So maybe not transition, but like how energy impacts your team dynamics would be more of what I'm kind of looking at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the question here that we're exploring is, What's the message inside of yourself that will help you be more successful in client search? So if I just ask that question again, how would you answer that question? Can you I want to make sure that we time? don't accidentally get into like a niching conversation because that's not just changing your niche is not actually going to answer the it, that's not the message to give yourself, right? So when I asked about message, you said, well, I think it's more the message I give myself than the message I put out there. So what is the message or what clarity do you need around your message in order to move through client search with more confidence and fortitude? Hey, everybody, Dallas here. I am popping in because Our conversation got derailed for a bit when Trudy and I recorded. I don't know if you can feel it yet, but both of us began feeling really disconnected from each other, and I could tell that we were getting distracted from the real work. So we've edited a portion of this conversation out of the episode to help you, the listener, get as much value as possible while you're tuning in. All right. So with that, let's get back to the conversation. So the team element may show up naturally, but I'm concerned that your reasoning behind the teams is not actually connected enough to your zone of genius. That's fair. I'm glad the circle is happening because I'm feeling it as well. Like I'm like, why am I so not connected to this? And it's because Uh this is exactly what I do in my head all day long is like, My zone of genius is really to support people going through grief. Like I know like that's the space that I'm just like, whoo, where I feel connected in with my clients is when they're actually, I'm shifting them in grief or giving them the space to actually show up without judgment in their grief. And then for me, the team aspect, I guess, isn't something I want to necessarily take away, but maybe... I want to 
not put it to the side, but kind of put it to the side as I do client surge, where Mm -hmm. the team aspect could be more of a direct ask to a specific team. So then it actually helps me get more clear that when I'm asking for ambassadors specifically, it is people that go back to my dream client power statement of like, I help people get clear on the answer to the question, what do I do now? And that just actually stops me from circulating all over the place. (laughs) Yes. So I would love for you to grant yourself permission to really go all in on grief, like hard (laughs) Um, during this surge, because if you don't, I'm being kind of extreme here, Trudy, but if you are on this mission to normalize grief, you are not allowed then to skirt around grief just like everybody else does. So we started talking about like, how do we soften grief because nobody likes to talk about it? Wait, you're on a mission for that pattern to end. So it's got to end with you. It's a really good point. (laughs) Yes. No, it is. It's I am skirting of actually talking about grief because I create this narrative over and over and over that no one wants to talk about it. And Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily true. I need to be as committed as committed can be and keep bringing myself back to that space of like, this is the bigger mission because it really is. It's weird that it's my zone of genius it to me, but it is my zone of genius. It's where I make the most impact. And that's mm-hmm. always been my focus is to make an impact on other people's lives. Yeah. And if we look at your life, your life has been designed for you to do this work. I know. <laughs> and I then know. I always want to step away from it. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm, Can we agree, number one, that we don't know what going all in on grief, like loud and proud on grief, we don't know what that will bring this round of client surge, but in doing so, it will bring the next thing. And the next thing may not be seven clients in 30 days, right? But it is going to bring like the next layer to your business. I don't want to play games here. If what you really, what you're really good at and what you feel you're meant to do and the answer to your question, which was, I got to know why this matters, is helping people move through grief, feel it, process it, normalize it so that they can answer the question, what do I do next? Let's really do that. I'm scared. I can feel Me that fear just literally going. <laughs> like, I'd rather just distract myself and do something yes. else than... But at the same time, where, like, I think of all of the conversations with my clients, and the ones that I remember the most are where I'm helping them in those grief spots. Like, yes, that's my jam where yeah. I'm really good. Yeah. And what you may find if we just think about the client surge model, there are a few coaches who fall into this category where you may get a lot fewer referrals than someone who's like an Instagram Reels coach, right? But the quality of the the conversion rate is exponentially higher because of the clarity around who you serve. So someone who is, it's like almost groundhog, who is aware that their grief keeps them stuck, they're going to be a hell yes to working with you. 
And there may not be as many of them, but that part doesn't matter. So the yeah, but coming up for me as you say that is I know the difference of this, but I guess that's why I'm verbalizing it out loud is how are people going to, not even how are people, but like how do I focus on people that are not so much in need of a counselor, but in need of a coach? And that's always something I personally get tangled Mm -hmm. with. And I think that's Mm -hmm. internally for myself. Yeah. I don't know if there is a surefire way to solve that problem before the sales call happens. Okay. We can look at your messaging, right? And I have an idea for your ambassador requests that I'd like to talk about. But sometimes we, sometimes the person coming in doesn't even really know. So we can't know what they need most until we're in a conversation with them. That's fair. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Because it's very clear to me once I'm talking to them that if they are they need a counselor or if they need a coach. Like for me, I know. So that's a fair statement. Yeah. And we can look at what pieces you put in place to nurture the folks who book a sales call with you. It's called the inside client surge. We call it the show up strategy. Like what do we give folks above and beyond reminder emails with the Zoom link, right? What do we give them to help them invest more and more in the upcoming appointment? because we're nurturing them. And one of them might be a quick message distinguishing like how to know it's time for coaching or if therapy is going to serve you. So we can talk about, that'd be a great conversation for our client search call actually. Okay. Okay. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom-built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. So back to the message. Right now, your dream client power statement. Let's see if I have it memorized. You help people answer the question, what do I do now? Yes. Pretty darn close. Yeah. Okay. Pretty close. Pretty close. We got to work grief into that, don't you think? If we're waving our grief flag. (laughs) I hesitate with that mostly Mm -hmm. because grief comes across really hard to people. I'm fine with, Mm. I know that's my focus. But people hear the word grief and they're out. No one wants to acknowledge that. Right. Or they assume it's someone who lost a loved one last week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They they look at it. It's extreme. Got it. Okay. Yes. Can I offer up a suggestion for your ambassador requests? Please. (laughs) All right. So I'm envisioning 
So we've got that first paragraph, right, where you kind of set the stage and you ask. And then there's that section in the ambassador request where what we want to do is speak into the objection your referral source may have. And I think the objection that they're going to have is like, I don't know, <laughs> is, is like, I would like to send you someone, but I don't know anyone. So what if we built in, so I help people answer the question, what comes next? Or what do I do next? I'm picturing bullet points, right? So number one, you likely don't know for sure who in your world is asking themselves this question. So I would love to request that you send an announcement out to your community rather than assume you have to think of a specific individual. I think that's the strategy is we what we want people to do. We're taking the task of knowing for sure who to send off their plate and instead asking them to share an announcement. I actually love that. And I think that would be helpful to the person who would want to raise their hand that would yes. see that. I think that's actually a really great way and we'll not sidestep, but we'll take out that space of like, I don't know anyone. So I think that's yeah. fabulous. Okay, great. And then in the language that we give your referral ambassadors to pass along, that's where I envision these bullet points, right? Like if you can say yes to anything on the list below, you really need to take advantage of some time with Trudy. And it's things, so bullet point number one, you've moved into a new job in the last year and a half. Bullet point number two, you've ever lost a family member, close relative, or close friend, right? So then again, it's not up to the referral ambassador to look at that list and think, who do I know who can say yes to these things? But we give them a very concrete way to describe who will get the most benefit from an intro coaching session with you. I love this. This actually okay. feels really aligned. So thank you. Yeah. Cool. All right. Just for clarity's sake, can you share with me now the action steps? Given what I just shared, like I'm, I'm not exactly asking you to repeat back to me what I said, but I just want to make sure that I'm not missing anything and that you know what how you're customizing your own client search process. So what are you going to do with this part of the conversation? So when it comes to ambassadors, I'm going to acknowledge that you might not know somebody and then really give them a space of like, if you be willing to, and maybe get a little bit stronger on that language, but would you be willing to give, like, ask people these certain questions? So one, such as like job loss, two, person loss, relationship loss, all of that aspect so that they can draw the per person out and kind of take it off of their own plate yeah. and allow the person to self-select themselves. So it doesn't feel, it's an ask to put it out there, but it's not as much of an ask to, for them to like search their Rolodex of people. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of times with referral ambassadors, they actually want to send you the perfect person. So if they can't think of the perfect person, then they have to be a no. And we just need to lower the bar for them a little bit. Right. No. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. So when I ask the question, what needs to be in place in order for you to have a more successful surge? Your first answer to that question was a clear message. And then we did our dance. I'm so glad that <laughs> dance happened, Trudy. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> then we did a dance around what the real thing is, and then we got there. So what, if anything else, do you want to address or ask as it relates to the message in order for you to feel like you got what you needed? I don't. I think this actually, what I wrote down as a note for myself to remind myself that I need to call myself out when the dance comes back up in a different form, because I'm sure it yeah. comes up often specifically dealing with grief. So yeah, right. as for the message, though, itself, I feel like that actually, I feel very clear on that and feel very going forward, have a very great idea. And then just to keep pinpointing when I'm starting to dance. <laughs> yeah, great, great. And as we move through client surge, if it's okay with you, if I notice dancing happening, I will ping you. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Great. So this is an invitation and you can say no if you want, but I would love for you to work on the ambassador request language as well as the language ambassadors will then share with their communities. And then when you're ready, can you just email me directly and let me know that you want to bring it to a client search call? I'd love to kick off maybe if it's even next week or the week after, I'd love to kick off a client search call really going through this updated approach. I would love that. Yes. Okay, great. Love it. Let's move on to the second thing that you mentioned, which was, oh, I actually need to follow through. I need to, I need to fully <laughs> implement client search. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this happened on the client search call yesterday. One of your fellow surgers, I'll call her Wilma, she was like, I need to know if I'm being stubborn or if this is a smart idea, right? Do you remember that? And I'm like, no, <laughs> yes. mm, you're actually being stubborn, but about something else, <laughs> which was like, it's annoying to have to follow up, right? Yes. But it's the follow through, like the fortune is in the follow through. So what do we need to talk about in order to help you really run through the tape? Because we've got the initial outreach and then two follow up actions. So how can I help you really know that you did everything you could at the end of client search? In all honesty, I think the last time I went through client search, it was to get clear on the message. Mm -hmm. And then this time, like I am definitely more solid on the message and with this call even more so. But I was watching the videos and I was like, wow, did you do that, Trudy? Wow, did you do that? It was just like such judgment towards myself. But I was like, mm -hmm. but seriously, did you do all of the steps? Like you can't complain if you didn't actually do all of the things. So I think just even having this awareness piece in regards to did I go through the process? And like, I know I'm going to show up to the calls. So yeah. like just keeping in, okay. Have you done week one where you've like followed up with them again? Have you done week two? And then just knowing that I'm going to be called out is really good. <laughs> Peer pressure and public punishing yes. is your jam? Yes. Great. <laughs> yes. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is as you were reviewing client surge this time around, it was clear to you where it was clear to you what you were meant to get out of last time. And now yes. you're ready to fully to see what it's like when you fully implement the process. Totally. Okay. And actually putting it all together, I see where I did the dance the last time and didn't even mm. realize it was the dance. Mm -hmm. So just being mm -hmm. very like congruent with that. Okay. So how can I, as your coach, 
help you keep this commitment of just checking every little thing off the list? I'm really driven to like impact. So to me, Mm -hmm. like just being asked the question, like, are you stepping into that? So for me, it's just, I'm going to hide and that's where I know myself. And so just calling that to attention again. And so stepping Mm -hmm. back into that. Mm -hmm. Could it be as simple as me? It's like, we're going to have a little code word here. I know you're going to come to the calls, right? So when I see you on the calls, if I just private message you, even like a thumbs up emoji or a winky face, you know, it's me saying, hi, I know you said you were going to do all the things. And I'm just reminding you that you said you were going to do all the things. I'm happy to do that. If it would be, it sounds like it would be helpful, but I also want to make sure it's not going to be harmful in some, I don't want it to turn into (laughs) you're not coming to the calls because you know, I'm going to private message you. No, I'm going to, I am going to come to the call. So that part's not the issue. I, but I don't want to rely on that. So it's just in a couple of weeks, making sure and a check-in. So I don't need it every single time. It's just, it's, that's one of the things I am, like I call myself out on my stuff. So that's actually the part that I enjoy. So it's just putting myself back centered and grounded and like coming back and making sure that I'm showing up in the way that I want to. So just a quick check-in is what's perfect. Okay, great. I'm going to set a reminder for myself. So we just said that it's either going to be next Friday or no later than the Friday after. I can look forward to you having some copy for me to review on a Q&A call. Yes. And then when that happens, I will make a note to just check in with you like a couple weeks later to make sure okay. that you haven't lost steam. Yes. Cool. And I want to just say this is a total side note, but you are one of the most coachable people I've ever met. Oh, and yay. it's such a sign of your commitment to your own growth and development. And it's the thing that tells me without question what an incredible coach you are. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. So we wanted to arrive at two truths in this conversation. Number one was clarity around the message. Number two was actually surging, like really following through. And if those, if we can tick those two boxes, you feel like you will be more successful this time around with client search. Did we tick the boxes today? We did. We really did. And now you don't have to like coach a soccer team. We almost went there today, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Even though that would still be fun, but yes, no, and that's my distraction. (laughs) Yeah, good. This was so illuminating because it shows me where we can. Lately, I've been I've been feeling a lot of friction with this term of like I'm in my own way because I think it's it's not the most helpful way to relate to our own stuckness, whether it's true or not. And I think it's way less true than we all think right? But I've just been trying to avoid that. And I feel like the dance that happened earlier is such a beautiful illustration of how distraction can protect us from taking risks. So thank you. I'm so glad that happened. And I hope our listeners were able to see it unfolding and, and got as much value from it as I did. So thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Trudy, thanks for coming on the show. I am just sending you all the the client surge vibes. 
I just am really (laughs) excited to see what unfolds. And I also just want to honor you for coming back to your why. And you're going to have to do it again and again, but this is really important work and I'm glad you're doing it in the world. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay, thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.